Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio Cars. Let me tell you about my company, Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc. 727-541-1741. I have over 35 years experience with classic, vintage sport and racing cars. I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you buy your next rare classic, the car of your dreams, give me a call at Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc. 727-541-1741. Also, due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I am very good with wrecks. So if your car has been in a wreck, Call me for a diminished value report. Call me at 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc., 727-541-1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network, a.m. 1340. Radio advertising is good. Why should you advertise on the Tan Talk Radio Network, AM 1340? Well, it's simple. We are a local radio station with local shows that target our local communities and local listeners. We have a variety of shows that cover a multitude of informative and interesting topics, such as automotive and boating, real estate and finance, health and medical, politics and law, sports and fishing, pet care, and more. While we are even home to Imus in the Morning, we also have shows about comedy, food and dining, religion, fashion, local community events and activities and a variety of music. Talk Radio provides a listening format that appeals to a large cross-section of people. Whether you are in your car, at work, at home, everyone has a radio. And we are streamed live on the Internet. And past shows are podcasted so you, the listener, can play back your favorite shows over and over again. The possibilities are endless. So that, my listeners, is why you should advertise on the Tam Talk Radio Network, AM 1340. This is the Tam Talk Radio Network. Listeners, you are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'm your host, Robert, and tonight we have a great show. Matter of fact, we have an alumni guest with us, okay? And, as usual, I think we got the uh, stereo fired up, so uh, let's go to our first song here. <laughs> we, uh, we go home on Monday, but what I tell you, we're not had a gas this time. It's really been a gas. <laughs>
Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about Naughty Nancy. No, this isn't a story about a bad girl. This is a truth about a great place to eat and hang out. Naughty Nancy's Food Shack, located at 700 Eldridge Street in the downtown Clearwater area, is a quaint little place nestled under some huge oak trees serving great food and drink and a wonderful, friendly atmosphere. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. They have 10 daily specials as well as many different styles of cooking from Cajun, New England, Country, Gourmet, and even Short Order, prepared just the way you want it. So check out this groovy little dew drop in right on the trail. So jog up to her front door, ride up on your bicycle, drive up in your car, or pull up on your motorcycle. And visit my friend Nancy and place your order. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. Hey, mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars and you might get a free drink. Okay, okay. If you just tuned in, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And I have a special guest with me tonight. Now, the reason I played that one song... I don't need no doctor by humble pie is because tonight, without further ado, I have Doctor Dan. <laughs> hey Dan, Hi, Robert, welcome huh? back. Good, good, good to be here. I thought you'd appreciate that song. Yes, I did. I don't need no doctor. <laughs> you don't need no doctor. And and one more thing: tomorrow night at Naughty Nancy's, we got this big party going on because Doctor Dan is going to turn seventy years young tomorrow night. <laughs> So it's happy a, birthday, Doc. Thank you. It's it's a seven Dr. Dan's 70th birthday bash. 70th <laughs> birthday bash. All right. There we got it. All right, Don. Dan. Yeah, Don, Dan, I, Dan. I already booked Nancy for uh, when I'm 75. I already booked that up. You already booked that? Yeah. That's good. I love optimism. That's a great thing. I hope I live that long. <laughs> of course, today, you know what I did today, Dan? I know. I, I, I went to uh, Fletcher's Harley-Davidson. My buddy's down there at Fletcher's, so I want to say hi to all the guys at Fletcher's. As a matter of fact, they're all hanging out at... Uh, was that Quaker Steak and Lube tonight? They all do that big thing down there. But uh, my buddy JT, Jim, and I want to say hello to Jim and Laura and Denise and and uh, and Bob Fletcher himself, senior, and uh, Peggy and Gail McFarland and all those guys. But anyway, they uh, let me borrow a brand new 2011 Road King. Now I'm a dirt bike rider. I'm not really a street rider, although I do have a license and I do ride from time to time. But let me tell you about this bike. And I'm sure you rode Harley's back today, right? Oh yeah. Remember the old pan heads and knocks yes. and. And this the shovels. Is, this is different. No, this thing doesn't leak for one, which is a great thing. Okay, it's smooth as can be. It's got the all new frame. They, they had the new uh, the new Road Kings came out with a new, or all the the big bikes came out with uh, new frames in two thousand nine. Okay, instead of having, and they're all rubber mounted now. They got three, four rubber mounts. I think is what he said. But this, and it's a six speed transmission. It's one hundred three cubic inches. Harley Davidson never gives a um, a horsepower rating. They just give you a torque rating or whatever, but the bike was just so smooth and so nice. I was just, at first I was a little nervous, okay, because I hadn't been on the road in a while, and uh, so I drove that thing all over the place. Matter of fact, I came down here to Naughty Nancy's this afternoon with the bike, took a picture in front because I want to say hello to our friends and staff and crew from the Don Reese show, the most powerful names in entertainment, right? She's casting. And matter of fact, she's going to be, you're you're involved with that too, right? Yes, I am. That's the studio we have over there, and, and it's a Don Reese studio, we call it now, because uh, she's out promoting everyone, including myself. And what we do is we take care of uh, getting kids off the street and teach them how to do uh, music and Mm -hmm. and technical work and uh, run the board. And uh, if they play instruments, we teach them how to do that. If they sing, we have voice coaches. It's a pretty nice setup. It's cool. Okay, so anyway, let's do a couple shout-outs. Let's say hi to who's over there. We got uh, Mike, we got Kenny, we got Simone, we got you. You're sitting here. Yogi. Steve, the Z-Man, okay, and Don, Mr. of course. Benny. And Mr. Benny, yeah, that's right. So, you know, let's say hi to everybody out there at the uh, Don School, uh, or excuse me, 
that Don Reese show the most powerful names in entertainment. Okay, that's right. And of course, Steve the Z Man, who's also a board up here, works here at uh, WTAN. He is uh, he does his own radio show, isn't it? Yes, it's, he does. It's called the uh, OldSchoolRadio.com. Is that what it is, Lee? Lee. Something hey, like that. Hey, Lee, how you doing? Welcome to the show, Lee. <laughs> hey, thanks we, a lot. We have our production engineer here, Lee. But anyway, production engineer, it sounds like uh, I make car parts or something. Uh, okay, production, uh, the production uh, studio. Audio, audio, audio engineer. Okay, audio engineer. There you go. But anyway, back to the Harlow Davidson. So then I drove it around. I went up and down Missouri Avenue. I hit all the side roads because I didn't want to get caught on the traffic. I know. It looked awful funny when you jumped that thing over the tracks, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Hey, you know, and then I was going down the road, and I happened to cross paths in front of my wife. And, uh, hey, Lee, you ready for this one? This is what she said to me later. You got that queued up for us? She goes, I saw this guy riding a motorcycle, and he looked just like. Oh, you don't have it ready yet? Oh, okay. <laughs> Play that one more time. I like that. That's funny. Now I gotta find the story. You gotta find it. Okay. Where it started. <laughs> you know you what? Gotta this, give me a minute. This is live radio, so you know, we don't have any delays. So anything's possible on live radio. I mean it could go down beep, just like that. Or uh, who knows, you know. And of course, you know, we're 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 getting everything off the the internet, you know, and you know how reliable the internet is, you know. But uh anyway, when you get it again, let me know and we'll do it again, just over and over just for giggles. But anyway, so uh, I rode that thing around, and I had a good time. I mean, the bike was really, really nice, very, very pleasant. It had a windscreen on it. I'm not a real big fan of the windscreens because of the reflection off of it, but it is removable, so it's kind of neat. But the bike had just plenty of torque. It had power. But what amazed me is how smooth that bike rode. I mean, it was just a nut for a big bike. It's you know, a that, Cadillac. It's a Cadillac. It really yeah. is. You know, I mean, it's 700, 750 pounds, I guess is what it weighs, something like that. So that's, that's a pretty heavy bike. But oh, yeah. At any rate, for all you guys out there, if you have any interest in motorcycles, okay, Harley-Davidson is just Harley-Davidson. It is true Americana. And Fletcher's Harley-Davidson has been around for a long time. In fact, I sat down with uh, Bob Fletcher um, a couple about a month ago, and I got to, had a chance to talk to him a little bit. And he was telling me that his, from his humble beginnings up in northern Illinois and one of the stories that I thought was really, really cool is when he was telling me how he kind of got going. He started working for a guy after he got out of the war, and they were fixing motorcycles. And then next thing you know, the guy said, well, you know, I got this Harley franchise coming. So he got a Harley franchise. And then ultimately, Bob wound up with it. So he was telling me these neat stories. And this is you can just picture this. He's got an old 50s, early 50s Ford pickup truck, and he's driving from... Northern Illinois, up to Wisconsin. So he says about 60 miles one way from his little shop in northern Illinois. And, Dan, you're from Illinois, too. You're from Waukegan. So you're on the other side. No, no, it's right there. Northern Illinois is like two miles from Wisconsin, from Waukegan. Oh, it is? Okay. Anyway. Yeah, we we had a Harley shop up there. I can't remember the name of it right now, but I'll bet you Fletcher knew about it. I bet he did, too. I'll ask him about it when we ever see him. Okay. Well, anyway, he used to drive 60 miles one way up to Harley Davidson, the factory, the plant in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. He'd go to the back door. They'd have a bike ready. He'd put the bike in the back of his truck, drive back to Illinois, right. unload it. And in some cases, if he had two orders, he went back and made two trips. Uh-huh. Now, think about that. That is just so simple. And it's like, you know, Harley Davidson, even though back then Harley was Harley, mm-hmm. but, you know, one bike, two bike here and there and stuff like that. That's right. how small it was. Well, then ultimately he moved to Florida. Uh, I think it was in the late 50s, early 60s. And he had a shop over here on Missouri Avenue. And I think it's back. That's back when Missouri was two-lane roads, and I think it was just up this way a little bit uh, near on the corner of Wyatt or Ponce de Leon and uh, um, uh, Missouri Avenue. And then when I met him was 1972, and they were down where the post office is, which would be 8th Avenue South, 
and Missouri Avenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was a little 15-year-old punk. I just moved here from California. And I would. And at 15 and a half years of age, you could buy a, a five-brake horsepower motorcycle. Okay, so and you know, like you had, you could get, a, you had a restricted license. Well, I wouldn't buy a Japanese bike because I just wasn't a real Japanese kind of bike fan or anything that was Japanese at the time. You know, look at it today. Today, Japanese Japanese products are almost as good as Germans, right. but we look at Japanese products back in those days just like we do Chinese products right, today. Right. Rightfully so. Nonetheless. Uh, I bought this little Harley Shortster. It was a little 65cc bike. And when that's back when Harley-Davidson was owned by AMF. And it was uh, an Air Machi. And what AMF did is they bought these Italian motorcycles. And they used to bring these little air-cooled over so they could have small-bore bikes to compete with you know, the, right. the Japanese stuff. So I bought my little Harley Shortster. And the funniest part about the whole thing was is that I still have the letter to this day. The letter says, Dear Mr. Mo- Mr. Me, uh, Congratulations on the purchase of your brand new Harley Davidson. It doesn't say what it was, doesn't say the displacement, doesn't say it was a sportster or a glide or a super glide or anything like that. It just says, Greg, congratulations on the purchase of your new Harley Davidson. Yeah. So I go up when I run into these guys that say, Yeah, you know, I bought a Harley. I said, Ah, hey, I've been riding a hog since nineteen seventy two, man. <laughs> ah, you're not that old. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so back to Fletcher's Harley Davidson. So then they moved out on US nineteen. And now they got that great shop over there, and they also acquired the property down the street where the old Walker Ford used to be, and they were going to build something down there. But due to economic times, they've got that on hold. Meanwhile, they're tearing up the street up in 19. I, I, I know Fletcher's. It's a pretty good, they're pretty a, good shop. They yeah. are, it's a family-run business. Fletcher's has been around for a long time. I mean, the care, the courtesy, the respect, they're just a really, really nice, nice group of people. It's yeah. a great store to do business with. So everybody out there, if you need to buy a Harley, which everybody should buy at least one, you need to go to Fletcher's Harley-Davidson. Okay, they're up there on exactly. US 19, and their phone number is 535-1844, right? 535-1844. So ask for JT, and go visit all my friends up there. Go say hi to uh, the guys in the back there, Chief and all those guys. He's a great uh, shop manager over there in the back. And uh, Fletcher's Harley-Davidson on US 19. That's uh, 727-535-1844. All right, Dan, let's talk a little bit about your stuff, and then I'll bounce back and forth because we got the Superboat races coming up next week. I'm going to talk about that a little bit, too. But uh, what did well, you bring? We're, we're going down those races because we have to go behind the scenes. Don Reese is in interviewing all the uh, boat The boat drivers. drivers. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to get a couple of the guys on the show next week myself. So as a matter of fact, if I get enough of them, we're going to do a big uh, remote over at Naughty Nancy. So right, right. all the boat guys and everybody over there, which, hey, Lee, that's what, about uh, 100 yards from here, Naughty Nancy's? So not even, not well, even. I don't know. Is that a hundred? Maybe something like that. Is so that we're going to we're going to stretch a wire and a couple tin cans, and uh, we're going to communicate back and forth, and we're going to just do a, a really cool interview with some of the drivers. Have them come over to the birthday bash. The birthday? Well, that's <laughs> that's tomorrow. The birthday yeah. bash. Yes, and uh, but but I know the boat guys are not supposed to not. From what I understand, they're not scheduled to come in until I think Thursday of next week. But some might start coming right. in Tuesday. So I'm going to try to get them if they come here. If they're here in person, we'll get them on a show. If not, I'll have to do it on you know via the telephone. These guys run two hundred miles an hour. Two hundred miles. That's on the water. Yeah, on the water. It's That's amazing. Some, yeah, yeah. The one boat, the uh, Aquamania. Which, if you go to the website, the website I got open right now on the internet here is Bright House 2010 Clearwater Superboat National Championship Festival, October first through the third. Okay. Anyway, the the feature picture is uh, the Aquamania from last year. Now that's a turbine powered cat which is i believe is a couple thousand horsepower 
On the water. On the water. These guys are amazing. We saw the, all of them yet last year, mm-hmm. but I want to go back this year because it's right in my backyard anyway. I just I can, ride, I can ride my bike over there. It's a lot easier. Heck yeah. Now, the race course it will be, well, we might as well talk about it since we're on it right now. The race course will run from the San Pearl Hotel north. I think it's about a mile, mile and a quarter. It's a two and a half mile circuit, I think is what it is. Right. And they go, so it goes to North Beach. From Pier 60. From Pier 60 North to almost Car- uh, to past Carlwell and turns around and come back. Now, the first, so the, a matter of fact, on Friday, they're having a uh, meet and greet, and then it's over here at the Coachman Park. It's called the Baystar Race Pits. Right, the, the wet pits. The wet dry, pits. Dry pits and wet pits down there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, God, let me, let me check my notes here real quick because I wrote all this stuff down so that I'd be prepared. Oh, yeah, Coachman Park, Clearwater. Okay, the event starts Friday at the Baystar Race Village. That's the correct name for it. Okay, that's at Coachman Park. And uh, uh, from 3 to p- three to 10 p.m., they're going to have a big block party downtown Clearwater. So right. it's just going to be roped off. they got music bands right. and hoopla. We'll, we'll be down there with the Don Reese show. She'll be uh, interviewing. Okay. All, yes. Cool. And, um, and then I think... Uh, sometime the next day, they've got, uh, on Saturday, they're going to start the uh, ceremony at 11 o'clock, also at the uh, Baystar Race Village. And from 3 to 5, they're going to have testing. And at 3 p.m., you'll like this, they're going to have the Trophy Girl pageant. Is Don going to be there for that, interviewing the Trophy Girl? Absolutely, yes. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. And, uh, and then, let's see, the, oh yeah, also that same day, they're going to have from 8 to 11 o'clock on Pier 60, they're having a little fishing tournament. But all this information is on the website. If you go to the Bright House 2010 Clearwater Superboat National Championship Festival, you'll find all this information. And then the big race is Sunday. Sunday, the first race starts around 11 o'clock, so about a half an hour ahead of time, everybody kind of goes out and follows all the boats out to the water, to the race circuit. And then the second race will be at uh, 1 o'clock. So we've got a race at uh, 11 and then one at uh, 1 o'clock. So. Did, you, did you invite everybody over to Krabby Bill's? I told everybody down at Krabby Bill's, everybody on the planet needs to go to Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill, okay? That's my buddy's down there. So go say hi to Turtle, Polly, Eddie, all the girls, all the staff. You know, you know who I met over there last week? We were Yogi and I went up to uh, have lunch, mm-hmm. and uh, we met the guy that uh, works for Joe Hunt Magnetos uh, out in California. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it's, uh, his name is Steve Friedrich. Steve oh, yeah? Friedrich, yeah, so I'm going to say hi to Steve and his wife. <laughs> okay. So he was involved with what now, though? He makes Joe Hunt Magnetos. Okay, the magnet for, for race cars, for race, race cars, motorcycles, and whatever you have. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. I'm not that, real familiar with that. Has he, he been around for a long time? Oh, Joe Hunt's been here forever. Joe, okay. Joe Hunt, he's out of California, but uh, he started out in Anaheim, I think it was, somewhere uh-huh. down there. But, uh, yeah, he's been in business many, many years. We used to use Joe Hunt Magnetos on our flatheads. Oh, no kidding. So it goes back that far. <laughs> well, he, they were a little different. They were a little then, different? Yeah. But they... They worked. Speaking of uh, people that I ran across, um, I got to uh, hang on a second. We got to take a, We got to do a song break here, real quick, don't we, Lee? You got something come up? Let's it's do that up real to quick. You, man. Yeah, let's do a song break real quick. Then we'll come right back and then we'll pick up where where we left off. Sun and I'm smoking Jamaican weed 
Traffic's got my head spinning around. Big city people just don't make no sense. Oh, I wanna be back home in the country again. Oh, Jamaica. Sound like a hippie's dream. Oh, Jamaica. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great place to eat right on the main part of Clearwater Beach. Located at 333 South Gulfview Boulevard. Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill has two floors of food, drink, and fun. They have daily specials, happy hour, and nightly entertainment. Their menu caters to seafood lovers as well as land lovers. Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill, 727-608-2065. They're open in the morning for breakfast until 1 a.m. So stop by and visit my friends, Turtle, Eddie, and Polly, and all the girls and staff at Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. That's 727-608-2065. Mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you never know, you might get a free drink. That's Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill on Clearwater Beach, 727-608-2065. All right, we're back. We're back with our special guest this evening, our birthday boy, Dr. Dan. All right, hey, what we were talking about a minute ago. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this guy that you met that does the Magnetos. Oh, yeah. The other day, I was was on the phone with a guy. I was trying to get him, uh, hopefully, on the website here, or on the website, on the uh, radio show here soon. His name is Marvin Friedman. And Marvin Friedman, big claim to fame is, is he was involved in doing the uh, first auto stereo with your friend, Mr. Munts. So oh, tell us a little bit about... Madman Munts. Madman Munts. Yeah, tell yeah. us about that for... Well, Madman Munts and Bill Lear were friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to call Munts, uh, Madman Munts up, because the reason I called him was because I had a 1941 Munts radio. 
But uh, I called him, and we talked about that for a while, and he's quite a guy. But Bill Lear, he was the first guy to put a radio in an automobile. Uh-huh. And uh, he started, he's from Missouri, I think. But anyway, he came home, and he would always have all this money in his pockets, and his mother thought he was out, uh, you know, robbing people and everything because <laughs> nobody could make that kind of money. I think it was a 32 Ford that he put the first radio in. No kidding. Yeah, made, changed it over from AC to, uh, from AC to DC uh-huh. and put it in a car, and, that, and he started doing that. That's Mar- a trivia question. If somebody out there can answer and tell us when the first radio was installed in a car, I have a $10 gift certificate for Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. So, Lee, if anybody calls in and can tell us. Now, I know everybody's going to cheat and you go know, to the that, internet. That, that question's a little bit dis- uh, difficult, I can tell you right now. You, well, you got the computer in front of you. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's true. How many people really know how to search for something like that? Uh, well, you know what? Anyway, I bet so, you I could find it. But anyway, go ahead, Dan. So, Bill, Bill Lear and uh, Muntz uh, were buddies, and Muntz built an automobile called a Muntz Jet. Jet. Yeah, I remember that. And Fiberglass it was in 1954. Mm-hmm. 1954, and I saw a few of them. I don't know how many he built, but it was kind of ahead of its time. I mean, it was probably, it was way before the, uh, well, at the same time as a Corvette. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it had a little four-cylinder Nash Metropolitan engine in it or something like that. They were fiberglass bodies, Fiberglass right? body, yeah. And one of the fiberglass was just beginning back then. Does Curtis, does that ring a bell to you? Curtis cars, remember they were out? Curtis, yeah. Curtis, uh, let me see if I can remember that. Somehow him and Muntz were buddies, too. Because, well, that could be. I don't know. Because somehow they were tied in mm-hmm. there. And I can't remember my history. But if anybody else knows that, that's another trivial question. <laughs> and it's another prize, okay? Another $10 gift certificate to Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. Anyway, what, back. Uh, what's the, they have to know the number to oh, Well, yeah, by the way, yeah. Hey, if anybody has an answer to any of these uh, questions, these trivia questions, call us here at the studio, 727-441-3000. And let me guess, it's probably Alan, right? I see the phone ringing. I, I'd like I'd like to uh, to see if anyone knows the exact uh, make and model of the Batmobile. The exact make and model of the Batmobile. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody know the exact make and model and the years? Yeah, on which the original car was, and then the one was recreated. Okay, and and how much we was a, it when it was when it was built brand new, and and where was it built? Okay, we got a caller. Yeah, it's um, Sparkly on uh, the Z man. <laughs> However, uh, his radio's on. His radio. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, Steve. All right, am I on now? Yeah, you're on. Cool. All right. Now, I just want to mention, it's not an answer to the trivia question, but I'm actually holding in my hand a actual month's four-track cartridge, tape cartridge. A you Walkman. Did, yeah, how about that? No, it's the, it looks like an A-track, and it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a call a four-track. It's, it's, I think they used to call it a dynamite thing or something because you push down on the top of it and it changes the channel. No, he's not talking about the A-track record player. He's talking about the actual four-track device that looks like an A-track oh, cartridge oh, oh. that goes yeah, in. Yeah, the actual Munts A-track, I mean, Munts four-track cartridge. Yeah. Did you, did you see what Steven brought over to the studio today? No. Oh, the I heard he's about it. Steve, tell us about our listeners about it. Yeah, what is that thing? Uh, that's called a uh, Panasonic Dynamite. It's actually an A-track player. No, 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 no. The one, the no, one no, on no, the no, trailer. Yeah. No, the, the world's one on the trailer. Largest, the world's largest ghetto blaster. <laughs> oh, you talking about that? Okay, that's an 80s piece there, yeah. Okay. 1984, yep. Tell us about that real quick. 
Uh, it's actually called, a, the name of the company that makes it is Onkyo, but it goes by the name of Kanyan. Now, depending on what part of the world you live in, if you live in the east coast of the United States back in 84, they went by the brand name of Kanyan. If you lived on the west coast, like in California, they went by the name of Helix. If you lived in, in Canada, they went by Claritone. They actually have a Claritone, but it's it's all the same same company, but yeah, this is like a, the holy grails of ghetto blasters from the 80s. You know, it, yeah, it's, a good looking. Used. it's got two cassette decks on it. Uh, it's got a security alarm system on it, two big 8-inch speakers. It's like 22 watts a channel, which is quite a bit of power for something like that. No, 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 no. batteries. Steve, the, yes. the giant ghetto blaster on the trailer, tell us about that. Oh, that. That, yeah, <laughs> okay. the world's largest. That is, that is actually a, a radio parade float, or okay. basically a radio station <laughs> promotion device. Uh, it's just a giant, looks like a giant transistor radio. It stands about six feet tall. Has um has a built-in radio in it with built-in speakers. And it's basically used for radio stations promoting at a live remote or even uh, just want to go down the center of a parade on it, a trailer. It also has headphones. Yes, it has a giant set of headphones that sit over the top of it. The, the, the ear cups are about as big as, uh, I don't know, they're probably about maybe, what, two feet across, maybe? Aren't, <laughs> aren't you going to bring that over to now Naughty that, Nancy's? Yeah, I was going to say, that's going to be on display here this weekend at Naughty Nancy's, right? Yeah, this weekend it'll be over there, yeah. You going to bring it over tomorrow for the uh, Dr. Dan birthday party bash? Uh, yeah, we could. We can it'll do that. be over there, so yeah, we might as well wheel it up there and, uh, you know, do a little exhibit for people to look at, I guess. All right, so all you listeners out there, if you want to see the world's largest ghetto blaster, about the size of a what's the size of a, uh, a Kia, <laughs> um, come on over to Naughty Nancy's tomorrow. That's 700 Eldridge Street here in Clearwater. And, hey, Steve, i got to let you go because i got a whole bunch of lines waiting here. So uh, thanks for calling in, and uh, right. say hi to everybody over there at the Don Reese Show. All right? Who we got Sounds on the good. phone Have now? Nice. See ya. Thanks. Who's next, Lee? Okay, uh, let's try. Let's see if I can get... Uh... Oldsmobile Joe. Going oh, here. Joe's mobile. Okay. Hey, Joe. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, Joe. You're on the air. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Robert. How you doing? Pretty good. You got an answer to the questions? I'm going to try. Okay, go for it. How about a 1932 uh, blob punk putting it into a Studebaker? 1932 blob punk. Oh, yeah. oh, a 1932 blob punk radio in a Studebaker. Who did that? Uh, blob punk. No, oh, the Blah Plunk radio station. But what? Blah Plunk in, in Germany. Put in, it, it in, was in Germany. In 32. In 32. Well, that was about That's... the same time that uh, Bill Lear did that in 32. It was, okay. Yeah. You know what, You know what, Joe? I'm not sure, and I'm going to have to double-check that, but we, I got, why don't you go ahead, when, when we hang up here, give Lee your number, because right. you may be right. I'm not sure, because, you know, the Germans were, and the Americans were always kind of like neck and neck in this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and the race to uh, technology and stuff back in the day. So it's very possible, because Blaupunk's a very well-known company, as well as Grundig. Grundig was around back then, too. And, uh, well, that's my, that's my best guess. That's your best guess. But the, quest, the, the question would be, in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, it was Bill Lear. But you're, you're close. You're close. You're close. Okay, we got another phone guy. Hey, Joe. Sit tight, hang on the, uh, well, at least give the information to Lee, and then uh, stay tuned, keep listening, and then we'll see, uh, maybe we might find out here by the end of the show. All right. Okay, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. All right, man. Take care. All right. Okay, we got Tim on the line. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, Tim, how you doing? I guess Studebaker, I think, is right, 1930. 1930? Yeah, Paul Gavin. 
I don't. I never heard that Chicago name. To Atlantic City, New Jersey, to demonstrate it. That's very possible. What, what brand? Oh, that's why I pulled it up on the internet. You pulled it up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? The internet for the mo- you didn't go to Wikipedia now, did you? No. No. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. You may be right. And then uh, you, see, Dan caught me off guard on this one. I didn't because uh, this is ordinarily usually when I do when we do a trivial question, we kind of know the answer ahead of time. Yeah. But now we're both stumped because uh, I Joe don't just know called that it. answer myself. But 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 you're probably right. I mean, so far we've narrowed it down to thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two. Right. So and twice we've come up with Studebaker. So I mean, you know, it's very possible. So, but anyway, uh, give your name, your name, and your information to Lee. And then if you're right, you know, you have won yourself a $10 gift certificate uh, to Crabby's Beach Walk Bar and Grill down in Clearwater Beach. And I want to thank you Ruby. for calling in. Good All right. Deal. Stay tuned to the radio show. Thank you for listening and tell your friends. You got it, Robert. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. How what? What do you think about that, Dan? We both got stuff. news to me. That's news <laughs> to you. Okay. Let's go back to t- what else you want to talk about. You got your buddy here. Oh, uh, well, that's Corky. So, yeah. And this, uh, Dick Corkis. He's my uh, ex-partner. We built a lot of cars together. Right. And then the one you're looking at right there is the Corvette summer car. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was done over at Corky's Customs over in Van Nuys. Okay, for our listeners, we have Corky's Custom Studios online. We just uh, pulled it up. And probably you guys remember that movie. What was it? Corvette Summer. Corvette Summer was Mark Hamill. Right. And uh, with Mark Hamill, you know, of uh, Star Wars fame. And um, Corky and Dan are the originators of the Bat Cycle. Right. Okay, so Corky and Dan originated as a bike cycle. So one more time, so everybody knows, you're you're the you're the father of the bat cycle for the TV yeah, show, 1966. Well, I came up with it, and then, and Corky and I built it. Uh, we both quit Barris's about the same time, mm-hmm. and uh, went back in my garage and built the bat cycle. But punch up a couple of those uh, cars links there. Yeah, you'll see that that car right there. That's a very famous car. That's called the Parisian, mm-hmm. and Corky built that in 1954 in New Jersey. And it was a brand-new 54 Ford convertible that uh, he got new from his mother and father, I suppose. Uh, and he, uh, he changed it into the Parisian. And it's been in every car show and every magazine and everything else all through the country and around the world, actually. Wow. And then the next uh, car you see down there, that's the... Uh, Green that's, Hornet? That's, Green no, Monster? no, no, no. It's a Green Mamba Jet Dragster. That's a J42 Westinghouse oh, jet okay. engine. And uh, the Green Mamba is uh, built by Doug, Doug and Corky at Corky's shop in, uh, in California. But Doug, I'll tell you a story about Doug. He was uh, uh, driving for the Arfons brothers in, uh, in Ohio, mm-hmm. and he was driving the Green Monster. And uh, at this particular time, he drove the car, and I guess whatever happened, but he hit the end of the uh, uh, track and cut off both his legs. And he was in the hospital for two and a half years. And when he got out of the hospital uh, two and a half years later, he came over to Corky's and wanted that Green Mamba built. Now, let me go further. This is really uh, strange. He had the car, and it ran from, that's 1967, I think, 66 or 67. Mm-hmm. And he drove that car and made a big show out of it. And he uh, had a place in um, Wisconsin, which he still does, and a place in, in, in uh, Tampa. Well, for 15 years, he parked the car in the trailer at his place in Tampa. Well, one day he called me up and he says, Danny, stole my car. I couldn't believe it. They took this jet dragster with the trailer and everything, and, uh, and it disappeared. And, uh, well, we talked about it for a while, and then I hung up and I thought about it. And I said, well, I know a few people in the, in the news business. So I gave them a call, and I, I, they wanted to know about it. So I called Doug back, and I said, you want to get on TV and... And uh, on the radio and TV and uh, to get the car back. He said, yeah. 
So the news people went over there and interviewed him and everything. And two weeks later, he got the car back, but it was chopped up in four foot pieces. And the, and the engine was laying in a junkyard in Tampa. And uh, that's but, an amazing story, isn't it? And but now it's all back together, and he's still running it. Did they ever uh, catch the guys that took yeah, it? Yeah, they did. They did, and I don't know what the outcome was uh, or whatever anything happened. But the car is worth a million dollars. Did they take it just for scrap? And they cut it up? they cut it up and took all his tools and everything in the trailer. And I don't think they ever found the trailer. But no kidding. It was a heck of a story. But the best best part about it is it's back together. Well, that's great. That's good. <laughs> is it in a museum someplace? No, he's running it. He's running it. Yes, that car's been running since uh, early, uh, well, mid-60s. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Wait, even with his uh, leg yeah, injury? Yeah, you know, you should have Doug come in sometime and, and have him on the show. Yes, can you arrange that? Oh, sure, easy. Okay, speaking of guys that chopped up cars, you want to tell us about Junk Mike real quick and the Studebaker story? Uh, Junk Mike, you out there, you need to Mike's, call in. He's going to get mad at me. Uh, come on, tell us the no, story real quick. No, I don't want to tell uh, you. The guy, nah. We'll have to wait till Junk Mike calls in. Let's we'll let to... Mike tell it. Yeah, Mike, if you've got your ears on, uh, call in and tell us a story about the uh, Studebaker. Yeah, the, uh, the the Gran Turismo. The Gran Turismo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, what do we got on that uh, A-Track queued up there? How about uh, Steppenwolf with Sookie Sookie Sue? Yeah, let's try that one. We haven't heard that. We haven't heard anything from Steppenwolf yet. Listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great pizza shop right here in downtown Clearwater, Bro's Pizzeria. 
voted number one in the city of Clearwater. They're located at 547 South Fort Harrison Avenue. They have great New York-style pizza, as well as delicious lasagna, spaghetti and meatballs, manicotti, linguine. And if you're in the neighborhood for lunch, they have great hot and cold sandwiches and appetizers. So call 727-441-6025 for takeout and deliveries, or stop by for a veal parmesan dinner and a nice glass of vino. That's Bro's Pizzeria. Check out their website and watch my friend Olti create a spectacular pizza before your very eyes. What would you like on your pizza? Call Bro's Pizzeria, 727-441-6025. That's 727-441-6025. And tell them Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey, all right, listeners, we're back here with our special guest tonight, our birthday boy, Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan, let's see, we were just talking about your friend Doug Rose, who uh, drove the uh, Green Mamba race car. So if anybody out there knows that Doug Rose evidently lives in uh, Tampa, right? Yeah, he has a place in Tampa and a place in Wisconsin. I don't know where he's at right now, but we can probably find him. Okay, so if anybody knows Doug Rose, tell him to turn on the radio and uh, give us a call here at the studio, 441-3000. we got a caller. Let's talk to him real Junk quick. Junk Mike. Junk Mike. <laughs> John Mike, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, how are you guys doing this evening? We're doing pretty good. Can you tell us a story? Um, the story. The infamous story yeah, about the, the Studebaker. The, um, the Studebaker I had to dismantle because it was unmovable. It was junk. And uh, <laughs> I had to load it up on a trailer. I used a, a chain hoist, hung it from a tree branch, um, you know, saws all it up in little pieces and, um, you know, raised them up on the tree branch, lowered uh Lowered the uh, the back of the trailer underneath the tree branch, lowered them a piece at a time, and um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Everybody seems to be mad at me about it, but uh, it was there for six years in that spot, and nobody ever offered a dime for it or even gave it a second look. So uh, what do you want, man? It's my job to make America beautiful. Uh, Mike, tell everybody what year the Studebaker was. It was either 50 sometime, I think. Dan, you know what it was. It was a 53, wasn't it? No, I think it was a, I think it was a uh, 64. Oh, 64? 64 mm. Studebaker Gran Turismo. Oh, it looked like a big old 50s car with no. fins and long, long uh, front fenders, you know. No, that uh, was, a, it was a 64 Gran Turismo, but he just chopped it in half. Did you use the, did, I was there. Yeah, I filmed it. Did you yeah. use a saw saw, or uh, you did you dig the fire with an axe? Saws all in a torch. And, and, um, you know, I mean, it was all rusted through on the floorboards. Looked like Swiss cheese. All it the, was just like beyond. It was beyond hope. All the glass was good. The engine was rebuilt. All the trim was good. All the <laughs> you know, aluminum was good. The headlights were good. The taillights were good. The bumpers were good. The body was rusty. The Our rest of it were was good and heavy, by the way. That's how you get paid. Okay, Mike. Thanks for calling in and telling us the story about the, the fate of the infamous Gran Turismo Studebaker. <laughs> 
storm sticking to it. Have a good day. Hey, hey Mike, right. Mike, were you, did you drive the Iron Dog today? Yes, sir, I did. Um, <laughs> it uh, runs great. Uh, you know, it's real loud, you know. I don't have mufflers on it. That's like my ice cream man comet type of signal to all the children in all the garages playing with all the cars. And just like the ice cream man. <laughs> all right, Mike, we got to get back to the show. Thanks for all calling right. in. Later. Keep listening. Hey, you going to meet us at Naughty Nancy's afterwards? Yeah. Don't forget. Hey, uh, Dan, i got to talk about some of the upcoming shows here. Let's see. we got some uh, this uh, Sunday over at the uh, – as a matter of fact, I want to say hi to all my buddies out there, Hazley Hood and Sherry and Mike, all the guys at uh, Sunshine Drag Strip. It's testing tonight, Wednesdays, testing Tuesday night. So Hazley Hood and all those guys out there at the Sunset Drag Sun, sun, Sunshine Drag Strip. I need to slow down and be more articulate, correct? Okay. And Sunday – at Sunshine Speedway or Sun- Sunshine Drag Strip is a big swap meet. So all you guys, if you didn't see it advertised, Sunday, early in the morning, we'll be there bright and early, 3 a.m. in the morning, in line like everybody else, to go to the swap meet at Sunshine Speedway. And uh, let's see, what else we got? Okay, October 23rd in Safety Harbor, there's a British car show. So for all you guys that have really nice British cool cool British cars like Triumph, TR6s, TR3s, TR4s, Heelys, big Heelys, little Heelys, Bug Eyes, like Alan has a Bug Eye. I used to have a Healy. Uh, what do we got? We got some Stags out there. We got some Jaguars, Aston Martins, just all kinds of cool British cars. So this is going to be downtown uh, Safety Harbor on October 23rd, okay? And another big show, okay, is the uh, October 23rd also is the Mustang Shelby Roundup at the Mosey. That's on October 23rd, Mustang Shelby Roundup. Matter of fact, if you guys go to oldrides.com or floridacarshows.com, you can usually pick up most of the car show schedules. So uh, sometimes I forget to mention them on here, but um, uh, so just look them up. The big squat, the big swap meet that everybody's looking forward to is uh, Moultrie, Georgia, which is November nineteenth through the twenty-first. Okay, the St. Pete Yacht Club, November fourteenth, is also a big, uh, beautiful car show, first-class car show, real high, uh, high-end, upscale. That's at Straub Park, and also the Rib Fest is going on at the same time. The Mirror Lake Classic, that's October 15th in Lakeland, downtown. And then this gentleman I met the other day, remember the Marvin Friedman guy I was telling you about? Yes. Well, he's real good friends with John uh, Stipoli. Um, I probably pronounced his name wrong. But um, but he's the guy that uh, has this really, really amazing car. we got five minutes left. Okay, I'm going to run this real quick. Um, uh, a, uh, a car collection down. It's called Cars of Dreams, and he does uh, benefit shows. But he has your bat cycle, the uh, I, bat cycle that you did. I would say it's probably a copy. Well, he swears it's up and down, but it swears up and down that it's the real one. But I told him about you because the uh, the uh, ledger underneath it talks about, references Dan Damsky and Corky's Customs uh-huh. back then. You're the originator, and you and Corky built it. Produ- you know, I'd have to look at it. Okay, but he's also got the Batmobile, or a Batmobile. Yeah. So anyway, that's Cars of Dreams, and that's down in Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, North Palm Beach, something like someplace in that area. But you can go online and look at Cars and Dreams and uh, check it out. So uh, anyway, let's. Uh, we got a couple minutes left, left here. Let's uh, talk real quick. What else do you want to talk about, Dan? Well, um, I brought these pictures. You brought some hot rock pictures? I, I, I grabbed uh, some of the archives, and I could probably show you a couple here. This is one. Wow. That, this one I did for, for Bill Lear. That's called Lear Vapordyne. And uh, that's a steam car. And uh, it's a six-cylinder. I'll uh, hold it up to the camera. Six-cylinder Delta design. Uh, six-cylinder, 12 pistons. And um, uh, it, w- it never ran. Uh, the people at uh, Indianapolis decided it was too radical, so they wouldn't let them run it. 
And now it's in, I believe the last time I heard it was in Hera Museum. But that was $10.5 million. Holy moly. But you designed the car, right? No, no, I, I built the body. Oh, you built the body. Okay. Wow, that's amazing. Now it's all composite materials or fiberglass? No, uh, well, the center section is aluminum and the uh, front and rear sections are fiberglass. Oh, what else did you bring for us? Uh, this is one. Is a 37 Bentley we did for Tony Curtis. Oh, man, a stunning car. And uh, that's back in 1964, I Is think. this her picture of you? This is this yeah, da- me. Dapper, da- is that yeah, Dapper Dan? That's when I looked like James Dean, right? Well, yeah, you do have that little <laughs> Dan- James Dean resemblance going on there. That is a stunning-looking car. Yeah. That's and, an amazing uh, car. Good old American iron there. Yeah. And here's the Munsters. There's Herman. Herman Munster. Look at that. And he was in front of the Munster mobile. Yeah, that's the Munster coach. And it's Fred Gwynn. Mm-hmm. And there, there's Grandpa's. Oh, yeah, uh, the uh, coffin dr- car. Dragula. Yeah, the Dragula. Uh-huh. And um, uh, here's one of, this is back way back in 62, and that's even in Illinois. I started out there in Illinois. Oh, I got to see, you see that, that fellow right behind me, and that's my good buddy, Big Fred. Oh, that's Fred, Big Fred. Fred. Fred Mayberry, yeah, he and I uh, did a lot of work in that shop in, in Waukegan. Well, now he's working on a 62 Impala convertible. Yeah. What are you working that's on? A, that's a 57 Ford. Wow. And uh, the uh, the center grill is a 56 Chrysler, and the lower bumper is the center grill of a 55 Pontiac. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and, but that was when you could walk into the Chrysler dealership and just say, uh, give me one of those grills. And buy one. And, you know, 56 bucks or something like that. <laughs> wow. Hey, it looks like uh, it's uh, that's our calling here. But, Dan, I want to thank you for coming on the radio show. It was cool. And, obviously, this is Dan Dembski, Part 2, the birthday boy. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, and, and we're all going over to Naughty Nancy's right afterwards. Exactly. And But i got to give a shout-out to my cousin up in uh, Colorado, in Loveland, Colorado. Okay. Because he uh, turned out to be one of my best uh, protégés. He's still doing it today. Is he? I told him. I said, if you learn how to do this, you'll have a job for the rest of your life. And he's Absolutely. still doing it. It's a lost so art. He's, yeah, he's really good. Okay. Yeah. All right, everybody. So Drew. That's my cousin, Drew. Okay, Drew. You got that. <laughs> anyway, thanks, uh, everybody, for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We will see you here next week. We're going to hopefully have some of the teams and the race drivers for the race boats. We're going to interview them, hopefully live, here or at Naughty Nancy's. That's next week at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. What was that? Holy moly. I got a motorcycle coming through the door. Doc! No! No! <laughs> I found an island in your arms, country in your eyes. Arms are changes, eyes in line. Bring on through to the other side. Bring on through to the other side. Bring on through out. Oh, yeah!
Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. As most of you know, I'm in the car business, and often I need cars towed. Well, Kotaka's Towing has all the trucks and equipment to meet your needs. Whether it's long distance, short distance, or just around the corner, they can get it done. Kotaka's Towing, located at 1141 Court Street in Clearwater. Also, they have a full-service repair and body shop to meet all your automotive needs. So give my friends Lefty and Joey a call at Kotaka's Towing at 727-447-1952. And be sure and mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you might... 